One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to bluenile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at bluenile.com for $50 off your purchase. bluenile.com code LISTEN. Let's go to pet questions and go to the Islandwood Veterinary Hospital in Newmarket, part of the Mid Street Veterinary Group. Jane Pickett joining me. Good afternoon, Jane. Good afternoon. And you are, let me turn you up just slightly there. You're very welcome. Okay, straight into questions. Patrick in Mallow has been on. Question for Jane, please. What would you recommend is the best food for a King Charles female dog, 13 years of age, is on Fortiker Plus tablets one morning, one evening, is on pedigree adult mini nuts at the moment, but is moaning a lot after eating her food. I'm wondering, should we change her diet? Any advice welcomed, please? Okay, um, so I think really for, uh, I suppose, a senior dog, we're in our senior years at 13, a good quality, complete, usually nut diet, provided they like crunchy nuts, um, is usually sufficient. Um, I suppose we normally think of ourselves and, you know, some of us will take supplements and some of us will take multivitamins. That's not usually necessary in our dogs and cat patients and some in some cases can be dangerous. So it's not something to take on lightly. I think if we're moaning and groaning a lot after feeding and this is something that you've seen just with this particular food, it may be worth considering changing the diet um, as a first protocol, provided your pet is otherwise generally very well in themselves and no other GI signs like vomiting or diarrhea. I think have a chat with your vet about what they'd recommend. Normally they'd have a, I suppose they'd either have some diets themselves or they would know locally what's available to recommend. Um, But I think with dog food, I think really you tend to get what you pay for um, a lot of the cheaper foods, although, you know, they may be enough to keep them going. Sometimes they're not as, I suppose, as well nutritionally balanced as some of the dice that might be a little bit more expensive. But, you know, given given the year that's in at the cost of living, you know, it all is a real balancing act. Um, so whatever is feasible for you and your financial situation is perfect. But I really think to make the, the best or to get the most bang for your book, it's really worth speaking to your vet and nurse as to what diet locally that's available for you, they would recommend. Um, particularly with a patient that's on something like Fortacor. So Fortacor is um, a drug called Benazepril. It's an ACE inhibitor. It acts on the kidney and patients can be put on, on that for a number of reasons. So sometimes it can be if they have heart disease. Sometimes it can be if they have kidney problems. So it's a little bit difficult without further information just to know exactly what the situation is with your pet. But again, your own vet will be aware of that. And in some cases, if it is, let's say, if it is uh, an issue with the kidney that your pet is on that medication for, for example, it's one of many things it could be used for. They may suggest a, a kidney specific diet in that situation that may be helpful for your pet's disease similarly if it's on a if it, if, it, if it's on that medication for heart related issues there's no real proven benefit in any of the commercial heart diets um so have a chat with your your vet and i'm sure they'll be able to recommend something okay paula has an 11 year old springer spaniel now on occasion he appears to be in pain when he barks or takes food from your hand uh, paula took him to the vet the vet checked out his teeth couldn't see any issue but the animal does appear in pain any suggestions 
Oh, that's a very unusual one. So well done for getting it checked out first and foremost. That's what I'd always suggest. Um, yeah, pain, the appearance of pain. I'd love to know exactly what it looks like, um, or to have kind of a more of a description. Um, I I think if you've checked with your vet and they seem to be otherwise comfortable. Um, if it's the only time it happens, let's say when they're you're giving them food, um, it could be something to do with the movement they're doing. Um, it's a little bit unusual. I would say really, you know, these things can be very subtle, and as a vet, it's incredibly difficult sometimes to pick up these things when they are so subtle and so situational. So if they only just happen at certain times, I think a really helpful thing to do because my first thought would be pain as well, genuine pain, whether it be the mouth or whether an orthopedic issue with the neck and discomfort when we're reaching for things. Um, it may be helpful if the behavior continues to take a video of it happening to show your vet because I'm sure they will have done a really thorough check out as we all would but sometimes these things could be really subtle and, and it helps sometimes if we can see what it looks like when it's happening um so i take a little video of, of it happening to your pet and if it continues like you know i go back to your vet just let them know it's continuing as vets you know if unless we're told by the owners and the pet comes into us we have no way of knowing if something has resolved or if it, or if it's continued so if it does continue and you're worried about your pet or if certainly any other signs of pain appear at other times it's definitely worth raising it again um, just to take a second look because as I say these things could be really subtle Okay Pat is in Mitchellstown and I'm assuming this has just happened they had a, a worker who was cutting wood and obviously very noise a lot of noise coming from the chain so uh, and it's frightened their cat and the cat has ran away. Uh, Pat is wondering, will a cat be able to make his own way home? Uh, He he knows with dogs that dogs can return home days later. Do cats have similar instinct? Will he find his way back home? Absolutely. And I think absolutely provided your pet would have had access to the outdoors before so let's say where we have a cat that will be fully housed 100% of the time not have any access to the back garden then you know then the back garden and the grounds beyond that don't form part of their territory so they won't really geographically know it in the same way whereas if they have even some access to the outdoors part of the time or even if they have free access the whole time to the outdoors they'll know their territory they're really good at mapping these things out they can find their way back really well it may just be a case of when all the sawing noise and the workmen noise settles down they realise it's safe to come back they'll come back actually somebody else is asking a kind of a similar question wondering how long does it take for a dog to get used to living somewhere else he'd lived in his previous property for 14 years it's a cross between an English sheepdog and a terrier how long do they take to get used to a new environment um several weeks i think it's very much a, a personal thing for example if, if i moved somewhere new um you know if i had moved around a lot i might adapt really quickly whereas if, if you move somewhere it might take you months to adapt it's, it's a very personal thing and dogs are personal in the same way i would normally say a minimum of six to eight weeks for them to really settle but depending on what their situation is and given this pet has lived in the same place for 14 years it may take a little bit longer than that for them to fully settle now i'm not meaning that they won't be happy eating drinking and playing around the house but for them to really feel at home in a place it can take a little bit longer i think one thing that's really helpful is if you can i suppose when you're moving house don't wash all of their bedding um try and bring some of their smell with them so i know it's tempting you're going to a nice new clean house you know have everything spick span or maybe even new um make sure you keep the same bedding and some of their all of their toys try not to wash anything whilst you're doing that transition so they still have their own smells in the new place that can really help okay and bernie from mitchelstown has a 14 week old golden retriever who eats his food very fast to the point that he can sometimes vomit he just eats it so fast Uh, what can we do to get him to slow down his eating Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> well, congratulations <laughs> on the new arrival. I'm sure you'll have your hands full. Um, it can be really challenging when these dogs gulp down food. Sometimes it happens in puppies. Sometimes they retain the habit until they get older in adulthood. Um, a lot of the time it's just the shock of the food hitting the stomach very, very quickly. They just barf it up again um, because the stomach wasn't ready and all the digestive juices hadn't really kicked in. Um, if it's persistent or if your pet seems in any other in any other way unwell, for example, diarrhea or going off their food, then you need to bring them to the vet. But let's assume for a minute that it's just because they're gulping the food down. I think small meals often is really helpful. But what I will say longer term, I suppose a long term solution is if you look online or even at your local vets, a lot of vets will stock um, slow feeders. Um, so these are specially made dishes that have like lots of um, bumps and crevices for all of the food to fall down into. So it just means that they can't gulp the food down really quickly. They have to kind of work for it. And that does two things. It slows them down so they're less likely to vomit from gulping down the food very quickly. It's actually really great for their mental enrichment. So it's great for their brains to have that extra workload to get their food. Um, so a slow feeder is what I'd recommend in this situation. OK, we'll leave it there. Thank you for that. And uh, thanks for joining us. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Uh, uh, thank you. That is uh, Jane Pickett. She'll join us next week from the Islandwood Veterinary Hospital, part of the Mill Street Veterinary Group. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.